Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Dr. Daniel Reichman. Dr. Daniel Reichman is the CEO and Chief Scientist of Argus, which helps companies by using AI to safeguard their investment in security cameras via its proprietary software solution. The solution uses AI to verify that security cameras continue to produce the video evidence they are expected to have and to improve safety and security on-premises. After receiving his PhD, Dr. Reichman founded Argus in 2019 at the age of 27. With over 24 university publications, Dr. Reichman obtained his doctorate in electrical and computer engineering from Duke University in 2017 from a program fully funded by the U.S. Army Research Office. He also successfully completed the first two actuarial exams. Well, good afternoon, Daniel. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. This is great to do another podcast today, speaking to someone in the emerging tech space. Obviously, I love that stuff. That's what our platform is built on. But having the chance to meet somebody new, hear their story, and with your permission, we're going to share it out to the world. So we're going to just jump right into the questions, Daniel. You've got quite the career in engineering as a research scientist and entrepreneur. Now you're the co-founder and CEO of Argus. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Yeah, it's a long road, but I think the thing that has carried me through all stages of my education, my career, has been curiosity, trying to understand things around me and asking questions. Uh, even, Even when you think you understand something, just asking yourself one more time, how do I know this is true? Is really powerful in my experience. Always can learn something more about it. And yeah, from from the time I was taking classes to especially during the years of doing research, uh, and then and now you know when we have when we have to decide on our product roadmap and how to allocate our resources, it's always good to ask one more time: How are you sure this is the direction we should go into? Thank you. And you're right. I think most people that have that sense of curiosity or want to learn more, ask those important questions, actually do get to their goals much faster or are able to solve a problem much quicker. So thank you. And Daniel, let's talk a little bit about your platform. Love to hear about this. This is really cool, but you certainly found a solution in the market that needs help. And your platform can alert you when you have issues with your cameras that are recording and potentially that potential to lose valuable camera footage. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, definitely. Uh, So before I even answer your question, I'll say that I feel like this problem is something that's uh, hidden in the open where we, when my lab was approached by the Duke University to develop this, they they had a problem. They have over 2000 cameras on their campus and they asked, themselves the question how how do we manage all of this every time we go back to look for footage there's some kind of problem with it and it's very frustrating and as it turns out this is a very common story among camera system owners so duke went and they looked for some solution they couldn't find anything they they knew that my lab works on computer vision deep learning type applications and so they asked us if we could develop something for them and they said we told them like doesn't this exist like have you googled this and they laughed you know like why would we work with 
a random lab who can't offer us support and doesn't have a track record in this. Like you can imagine you are really our last option. So we worked on it and they liked it. And as it turns out, a lot of people face this problem that they install a security camera and, you know, a security camera can be outside. It could, it's subject to the elements. It could be indoors where, you know, any carelessness can happen. Cameras get painted over. People put signs in front of them. Bugs come and scratch the lens. People throw stuff at cameras. Anything can happen. People move them to, you know, in a store or something so they can steal. Really, there's so many things that can happen to a camera. And if you had a reason to install a camera, you have some reason that you would want that evidence if something happens. So that's what our software addresses. If you install a security camera, you want to be sure that you'll have the evidence you hope to have. And so our, our software tracks all sorts of metrics now, and including in the AI piece of it anyway, is to make sure that the view of the camera is correct. So if someone moved the camera away from, let's say, the door, and now it's pointing at the wall, we'll let you know. Now, even slight changes. If someone blocks the view of the camera, if the view gets glared or, or blurred, anything like that, we'll let you know. And then, of course, if it's not recording, et cetera. I love that. Me being in the tech space as well for a lot of years and, and managing large operations uh, with lots of cameras, that has been always an issue for us. You know, when someone says, hey, can you pull the footage and it's not there or we see that the camera was damaged or it's just so frustrating. So this is awesome to hear. And I do appreciate you sharing how you dove into that and, and help Duke move forward. So I appreciate that. You're not alone. And it seems like a lot of people face this issue and it doesn't have to be that way. You, if you install, if you made the decision to install a security camera, you want to have that footage. So that's what, that's really what we're here for. Absolutely. That's awesome. So Daniel, we are a publication, or I'm sorry, a technology publication and platform. We get into emerging tech. So you're obviously leveraging some of that new and emerging technology in your tech stack. Is there something that you might be able to share with us today? So the, the part that we use that's both the most sensitive for us, but probably the most in interesting is the artificial intelligence. We use deep learning. We had to write our own uh, very custom algorithms for this purpose, because um, unlike a lot of the AI that's spoken about, which is related to concept recognition. So for example, detecting whether a person is there, uh, detecting if someone left an object behind, or is, is there an animal that's crossed onto the premises? All of those things are things you can, you can um, furnish examples for not relatively painlessly. Our use case is a little different because we are doing a comparison. So for our cameras, each camera that gets registered to our service, we have a bank of images that represent the correct view for that camera. So a camera could have a daytime view, a nighttime view, you know, different. It could look a little different at different times of year. So that's our correct image. And then we compare that against the current image to decide, is there some kind of meaningful view change that we should alert you about. So for example, if there's a crowd of people in the camera, you might not want to be alerted by our system, even though it looks completely different. That's not a view problem, it's just there are people there. But if someone put a banner and you can't see three quarters of the room anymore, well, you probably want to get a, noti a notification. So using the, using the tools that, that exist today, 
like you need to do some work in order to get to do a comparison and that's the technology i would say that, that we developed i love that and thank you for sharing and sometimes you know we talk to guests on the show here and they can't necessarily get into some of the the weeds the nuts and bolts of their technology due to some sensitivity or proprietary technology but i'm just so happy that you're able to share uh, what you sh- shared with us today so that gives us some insights daniel last question here could you maybe share something from your career experience that would be helpful for those looking to grow their career in either technology or entrepreneurship? Yes, absolutely. I think the thing that takes an enormous amount of time to to develop is a sense for when you don't know something. And Another way to say that is to develop your intuition. When can you trust yourself versus when do you need to go ask for help? Uh, the truth is, most of the time you should be asking for help, but there are some things you can know yourself. And finding advisors, trusted advisors who you can reach out to, not they don't need to be you know lecturing you every day on on different topics, but having someone that you know you can ask questions to about a certain topic is so immensely useful and things like networking and and um you know going to that one more social event to meet someone it's really hard to quantify how you know the ROI on going on to any one individual meeting like that but finding someone who you can talk to about a topic that's important to your business to do, to your work it, you really can't put a value on that either so i i would highly recommend to anyone in general, find those people, find people who you can talk to about the niche topic that you need help with, because it's not all going to come from your brain. I just, it's hard for me to imagine that it would. Thank you. You're absolutely right. You know, you want to, uh, and Steve Jobs put it, uh, I think pretty precisely. I think if you recall the founder of Apple, you know, he said, you got to hire the smart people and, and let them do their best work. And that's how you learn from a lot of those folks, because you're, you're right. Your brain's not going to have all that information. So again, Daniel, most appreciated. Daniel, it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Thank you. Thanks again for having me. Great having me on the show and uh, all the best. Bye for now. Bye.